Hello, Ingas Nation. Welcome to the CrossFit Ingas podcast. Our podcast is aimed at highlighting the benefits of CrossFit, the value of a healthy lifestyle through exercise and nutrition, and promoting the Ingas Nation. Here are your hosts, Renee Grady and Andrew Perpich. Hello, Ingas Nation. You are listening to episode 46 of the CrossFit Ingas podcast. And today we're going to be talking about how we're passing our time during the current events. And we have a special guest today. We have Kate on with us. Hello, Kate. Hello, Ingas Nation. So we are, we're all three of us are in different locations right now. Yes. We're on our Zoom call. Yep. I'm coming in clutch these days. I'm at the gym. Kate is at home and Renee, you're at home. Yep. So we're doing a, doing a podcast remotely. It's work, the last one worked out really well with Mary. Yeah. Yeah. I thought she did great. Yeah. Very informative. So if you haven't listened to that one yet, go back and listen to that too. So before we get into the main topic, um, I just wanted to go through a couple updates. So we have, um, as everyone knows, we're doing the, the live Zoom classes twice a day. If you haven't tried them out, you definitely should. They're a lot of fun. Renee, you've been having a pretty good crew in the mornings and then uh, the afternoon mm-hmm. crew has been pretty consistent as well. So it's been good. I think it's nice to see people's faces and whatnot. And like I said, if you haven't tried them, um, definitely check it out. Um, the kids classes, we have three times a week. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday at 11 a.m. Um, those are open to any CrossFitting as members. So feel free to sign on to those. Um, and then we also um, recently just opened it up to the public. So if people are um, from outside of our membership, if people are interested, um, you know, you can, you can get in touch with us, contact us, and we'll let you know how you can get registered. We also added um, yoga classes to the mix. So uh, Patty Soraro from uh, uh, Baptiste Power Yoga Groton, who's going to be opening up her studio in our tenant space, uh, hopefully soon. Um, so she's doing live classes out of, uh, out of her space. Um, and they have classes pretty much seven days a week. I think a couple times a day on most days. Uh, and those are, she's opened those up to, to our members. So anyone who's interested in, in doing some yoga, uh, we've been posting the link on our website. If you don't exactly know how to, um, participate in that, reach out to us and we can, and we can let you know how to do that. Uh, we also have the weekly challenges going on. So we're in week three right now, which is um, with Sift Bake Shop. So we're doing the Bring Sally Up Squat Challenge. Uh, make sure to get your entries in for that. Um, as in previous weeks, tag us, tag Sift Bake Shop, and uh, we'll repost it on our Instagram profile and then enter you into the raffle for the gift card at the end of the week. Week four is going to be a um, just a little kind of sneak peek. We're going to do a a virtual partner style challenge. So you're going to be participating with someone, obviously virtually from other locations. So um, get yourself a partner and, and get ready for week four. Fun stuff. So we, um, we wanted to use this podcast to kind of talk about some, you know, some things that we've been using to pass the time, podcasts, uh, TV, movies, other activities, nutrition stuff that we've been, that we've been either, you know, has been going well for us or struggling, um, just to kind of give some, some people some ideas of, of 
you know, things that they could, might be doing, might be able to do at home. So the first category that we had was, was podcasts. Um, so I think what we'll do is we'll just kind of go through one at a time and talk about some of the stuff that we've been listening to and why we've been finding it useful and, and maybe some other folks will as well. So Renee, you want to start off with podcasts? Yes. So I have a couple that I've been into lately. I kind of go through like, um, waves with podcasts like i'm either really into it or i'm not into it at all um but what i'm into right now is uh one is called the skinny confidential the him and her podcast and it's a husband and wife the wife is a her name's lauren Everett bostick and she has huge following on instagram it's called the skinny confidential and she just talks about business she's an entrepreneur nutrition beauty bunch of things that she's tried out she interviews a bunch of people and it's just entertaining to me I don't know there's just a lot of random information that she shares and the other podcast that I am really into right now and I actually found this one through her um, is called the informed pregnancy podcast because I am pregnant and um, the the host of that show he's a uh, prenatal chiropractor. His name is Dr. Elliot Berlin. And um, he interviews couples before and after they've given birth. And he talks to different professionals within the pregnancy um, postpartum realm. And um, she, the skinny confidential girl, Lauren, she was recently pregnant and had him on her show. I found it to be super informative and um, really liking his episode. And he actually was diagnosed with the COVID-19 and he just did an episode on that, but he's doing okay. So well, that's good. Yeah. Hey, we, did, um, we, did we shout out your pregnancy yet? I was just going to say that. <laughs> we got we to give you the shout out for your pregnancy. <laughs> Baby girl. Yes. New day is? October 10th, my five-year wedding anniversary. Oh, so exciting. That's phenomenal. What a, what a great day to have as a... As right? A yeah. So you'll find that a lot of my things are, are based a lot around pregnancy during this time. There's, there's going to be a theme here. <laughs> yes. Not surprisingly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which at first I was like, well, that's kind of like lame. But then I was like, well, we're so, we have a handful of other pregnant people. So maybe it's helpful for Spoilers. them. Spoilers. Spoilers. Right. <laughs> it's, it's not us. It's not us. <laughs> no, 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 no other surprises. <laughs> no, no. Well, congrats to you and Chris. We, thank you. Officially, officially. Now that thank it's you. now that it's out. Yes. Thank you so much. We're very excited. Did you All have right, any who, others, or, or are we going to Kate? Those those were my main two right now. Yeah. So, awesome. Kate, what about, what about yours? Well, let me ask you this: When do you usually listen to your podcast? Um, I usually listen to them in the morning, like when I'm like either making breakfast or I used to when I was in the car, but so that's exactly what I was going to say. I, I, I really only listen to podcasts if I'm driving. And so I've found that basically, um, since I'm not driving anywhere, I'm really not listening to very many podcasts. Yeah. Um, but like if I'm going for a walk or this is something I also haven't done in a long time, but gardening, um, that those would be the other times that I'm listening to podcasts. Mm -hmm. But so I have a couple. Um, the first one is the one that I've just recently listened to. And it's not something that I 
typically listen to the podcast, but this particular episode I really enjoyed. Um, it was called Alive Time or Dead Time. Um, and it's the Daily Stoic podcast by Ryan Holiday. And on it, he's interviewing Tim Ferriss. Um, and I really like both of those guys. So sometimes I'm not so much about ascribing to one particular podcast, but following different people on whatever mm -hmm. podcast that they're on. And there was a segment, like the last 20 minutes of this podcast called Alive Time or Dead Time. And it was just basically about how we can make the next like three to six months the most enjoyable, or if not enjoyable, at least something that we could look back on and say like, it was worthwhile. Like this whole idea that we didn't merely survive these months, but rather that we um, were benefiting or profiting or using it as an opportunity that we maybe otherwise wouldn't have had to do some of the things that like we always say we want to do, but we don't necessarily have the time to do. Um, and so I just, I really liked kind of some of their examples and um, they talked about Nelson Mandela and how he saw even his time in uh, prison as preparing, not merely surviving. And just that whole mindset of how we're not just surviving this time, but we can possibly even thrive. Um, so I really liked that particular episode on the Daily Stoic. Um, some of the other ones that I've been, like people I've been searching out, um, E.C. Sinkowski from Optimize Me Nutrition. She just recently did a podcast, podcast number four on the CrossFit Lowlands Throwdown podcast. And um, so I haven't actually listened to that one yet, but I've been like kind of just following her around from different podcasts. And then the other one that I like is Working Against Gravity. They do stuff on, um, it's Adi Kaju and her husband um, from Brute Strength, um, Michael Kaju. And uh, they talk about everything from like relationships to mindset to food to nutrition. Um, so yeah, so it's kind of what I've been listening to, although I haven't been listening as much as I nearly would have. Andrew, we have not discussed any of our answers at all <laughs> together, so no. I have no idea what you're going to say, but. No. Well, I do. I listen to a lot of podcasts and for me, it's usually in the mornings, like Renee said, getting, you know, getting ready in the morning, getting breakfast and all that stuff. So. I listen a lot then and then in the car. And I mean, we've been, you know, for the most part, coming into the gym to kind of break up the day, which has been, um, we're super fortunate that we have this place that we can go to, to get out of the house. And it's, you know, become like an extension of our house with the kids and everything and giving them an opportunity to be active and, and do stuff that's not, you know, crammed inside. So we still come to the gym almost every day. So I still listen to podcasts in the car, but the ones that the ones that I've been really enjoying right now. So one is um, how I built this by uh, NPR, which I think I've mentioned on this on our podcast before. Um, basically, the premise is so there's he interviews uh, entrepreneurs uh, telling their stories about the companies that they've built, and they've kind of they've shifted um, recently around like with the current situation um, to kind of like interviewing companies and, and how those, those companies are, are pivoting to redefine what they do given the current situation. So he's had, there was like a cosmetics company that came on and they're re-diverting all their manufacturing towards hand sanitizer. The most recent one was um, this episode on um, a company called Sweetgreen, which is a, it's like a fast casual restaurant. Have you guys, have you guys heard of this, this restaurant before? I, I had not. Sweetgreen? Sweetgreen. No, no. So it's like, I guess it was, um, it was founded in the DC area. 
Um, and it was it basically started as like a, a fast casual um, like salad bar place. So like their, their focus is on um, uh, like local fresh vegetables and produce and making like healthier alternatives for fast food. And so they had, and they did an episode on this company and, and one of the things, one of their, um, one of their like uh, things that they were focusing on were these things they called outposts, which were basically like delivery locations for their food within businesses and other high traffic locations. Well, with, with everything that's gone on, it's, that's essentially like come to a complete stop. And so they basically diverted all of their resources that were working on these outposts to providing free meals at hospitals for health healthcare workers throughout the U.S. completely free. Wow. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah. And I just I did just like listening to these stories about how these different businesses are, are like pivoting and shifting their focus, given the fact that um, everything is completely different right now. So I find that really interesting. Um, the other one that uh, I've been listening to more recently is is one called Science Versus. So again, this is another one where like it's they, they had, it's been a podcast for a long time, but they've, they've kind of shifted what they've been talking about recently. So on the normal podcast, they take a topic that's relevant to kind of everyday life and they look at the science behind it to try and define like what's fact, what's not, and, and what's kind of somewhere in between. So like, as an example, they, they did an episode on like, are juice doc detoxes actually good for you or not? And they'll kind of go into this, you know, the science behind it, which obviously appeals to to, to me. Um, but recently they've, they've shifted their episode episodes to cover questions specifically around COVID-19. So like one of them they've done was, you know, should I be dis disinfecting everything or is that crazy? Um, will, so like there's been a lot of news around this drug called chloroquine. So they did an episode around that drug and like, is it, is it all it's cracked up to be like, is it gonna, is it gonna save all of us? Um, or like when when will this end? So they kind of dive into like questions on that specifically around the COVID nineteen and, and try to look at like separate from the the uh, the opinion and all of that and try to really get it get at the the facts and the science, which which I think is really cool. Well, I'm sold. What are the answers to those questions? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the one on so should I disinfect everything? Basically, it's like um, it's doing that is is super cautious but not crazy so like the likelihood of getting um the likelihood of getting infected from you know touching something like like you know ordering a pizza or like getting your groceries or whatever is really really low but it's not zero so if you wanted if you want to be super cautious then like it's not crazy to disinfect stuff like that can I tell a, fu a funny side story about sure. yeah. disinfecting things? Yeah. We have a, th uh, well, I guess she's like a second or third cousin to me, but her husband decided to put their mail in the oven <laughs> at 350 degrees to, uh, to disinfect it. And he forgot about it. Wait, what? <laughs> My grandfather was telling us the story Die, like hysterically laughing like they realized like something was burning <laughs> and she went and checked and their mail was in the oven I hope it was Bill's <laughs> so don't do that people <laughs> no well and they actually they, t they, they talk about that in the episode oh, do they? The, yeah well like the question around like can you get infected from 
the food that you're eating. And it's basically like anything that you're cooking, you're, you're not going to get infected by because it does not take a lot of heat to kill the virus. So I don't remember what it, but to, to, to your, your cousin or whatever, they could have put it in there at like, you know, 120 degrees or something for, for like five (laughs) minutes and they would have been good. They didn't need 350 was overkill. Or they or maybe the microwave. Check, <laughs> check their mail and wash their hands after. Get rid yeah. of what you don't want. <laughs> yeah. And that, that was that was actually the big takeaway was like the, the best thing that you can do and as we've all heard is to continue to wash your hands regularly. Yeah. Interesting all stuff. Right. Yeah. So <clears throat> moving moving on to books, Renee, you want to talk about that one? Okay. Um so I'm not really a big book reader. Like I don't just sit down and read books on the daily. Um, but a couple that I have found to be quite useful um, during my current state of being pregnant is uh, Real Food for Pregnancy. And this is by, um, she's a registered dietitian. Her name is Lily Nichols. Um, and I actually got this book like even a few months before we wanted to get pregnant and all of that. Um, and it just kind of dives in and it's all evidence-based about like things like myths and what people shouldn't eat or what you should eat during pregnancy. Cause you know, the doctors give you like a whole list of things that you shouldn't be eating, but like, what's, where's the science behind that? Um, what's the evidence behind that? So she dives into all of that, um, and foods that, you know, that you should be eating to support your bodies. Um, because it's not just a free for all once you get pregnant. Um, and you know, a lot of it just coincides with the information that we try to preach already, which is to eat real food, um, you know, and kind of just be aware of that. But I really love the information that she puts out. I love her Instagram. She likes to put out a lot of different like evidence-based posts that she's done research on, on there as well. Um, and then just like a little fun book, just like for easy reading. Um, if anybody's familiar with Big Little Lies, which they turned into a TV show, yeah. um, read that book, loved that book. And Amy Mello actually got me this other book by her called Seven Perfect Strangers. Author is Leanne Moriarty, for those of you that don't know, but it's just like a super easy read. And if you're a fan of Big Little Lies, this one's pretty good as well. Um, but again, I'm not like, a big book reader. I actually enjoy reading blogs, like blog posts and, you know, different articles here and there. Um, we've mentioned this one before on the podcast, um, Cass and Joy Garcia, who has the book that we've kind of shared with our um, nutrition members, um, Cook Once, Eat All Week. And it's super popular. And she has a blog called Fed and Fit. Um, which I like her articles. She happens to be pregnant right now, so it's pretty relevant for me um, and like the stuff that she's putting out. Um, another one is Lexi's Clean Kitchen. A lot of good recipes there. Um, and then the other one that I've been really into lately is called Evidence-Based Birth. Um, and it's, again, going into evidence-based research on pregnancy and births, and they have like a bunch of different free resources on their website. And they actually, with everything going on with COVID-19, started producing articles and whatever research they can find um, that has to do with pregnancy and and giving birth during this time, 
which um, super informative. So that's kind of what I've been into lately. Um, I like the recipes right now because I guess what else are we doing? Can you have time, more time to cook? I don't like to cook, so <laughs> it's kind of helpful. But we should, yeah. we should get a cut of that book, Renee. We have pushed her book so much. Oh, and she's gosh. coming out with a third one, right? Yes. Yes, she uh, is. When does that come out? Do you know? Mm, I think I it's. No. Is it I soon? Think, I think it's this fall, maybe. I think they were like taking the pictures, but. Um, oh, yeah. that's right. I think it's this fall she's coming out with her third book. Is it another recipe book? Yep. Yeah. Nice. Yep. It's such a hit. It's so good. I would say I've read that book or used that book more than any other book in my life, just about. No, it's true. It's true. And I feel like everybody we have recommended it to has just found it to be so incredibly helpful in their, their lives. Yeah. So maybe sure. I'll send her a message. Let her know we're pushing her book. Yeah. All right. Kate, how about for you? Books. So I just kind of shared saying yeah. like definitely using that book quite a bit more now and just cooking in general a, bu a bunch more now. But um, I'm not a big reader either. I tend to listen to books more mm -hmm. than I tend to read books. Um, and so I would typically listen to a book when I'm driving, but again, not driving <laughs> anywhere. So um, I would say the book that I have been trying to spend five minutes a day reading in the morning, and this is part because when we started that nutrition challenge at the beginning of April, we said we wanted to encourage people to spend five to 10 minutes on mindset. And so um, I wanted to find something like I could do, and I'm not really into meditation. I'm not really into like, I don't really like being alone. Um, I'm like a true extrovert. And so um, I don't know. It's, it's some of those things just aren't for me. But um, the book I've been reading or trying to read every morning is The Daily Stoic, again, by Ryan Holiday. Um, and it's just like, it's, they're half a page long. And they're like little lessons about like personal growth or life management or like how to practice mindfulness. Um, and every day I feel like they're so appropriate to like whatever's going on in the world. Um, but it's just basically like this quote from Seneca or one of the um, Stoics. And then he kind of goes on to explain like how we can appreciate it today in modern life and what, and what it really means. So if you're not really big into philosophy, that's okay. He kind of decodes it for you. And it just kind of like sets you off on your day or sets me off on my day, like with a little bit more purpose and a little bit more mindfulness and a little bit more appreciation or gratitude for what I have. And like, I can, you know, move forward and those kinds of things. But again, it's probably like a five minute read every morning. Um, it's not super long. So when we said we were going to do this podcast, um, I thought like, who do I know that really does read? And the obvious answer was Kathy Maz. And so like a month ago, I had kind of like gone to Kathy about like maybe doing like a book club via Zoom or whatever. And so she had sent me like a couple of books. Now, I have not read any of these at all. However, they come recommended by Kathy Maz. And so I feel like that's just as good. So she had a couple. Um, I'm a big nonfiction reader. 
So um, she gave me some that were nonfiction and some that were fiction. So um, the two that were fiction that she gave me, one was called The Jet Setters um, by Amanda Ward. And that one looked pretty good. And then the other one was one called Conviction. Um, so different themes by uh, Denise Mina. And then for the nonfiction that looked kind of good to me out of the list she gave me was called um, shoot, Fair Play, a game-changing solution for when you have too much to do and more life to live. <laughs> and if I was going to pick one, that would probably be where I start. That one's by Eve Rodsky. So they have them on audiobooks and Kindles. And right now I find myself eating, reading a lot of like uh, kindergarten books. Um, but if I'm going to up my game anytime soon, I think Fair Play would be the one I would give a shot to. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Andrew, what have you been reading? Uh, I'm the same way. I don't read a whole lot, to be honest. Um, <laughs> and, and I wish, honestly, I wish I had more time to read like physical books because when I, when I do it, it is audiobooks. Um, I feel like I just, I retain a lot more when I can actually pick up a physical book and read it. Um, I just, I struggle to find the time, but what I was, I was reading earlier this year is, um, a book called Traction by Gina Wickman, which is basically, um, looking at defining the values and like the vision of your company. So we kind of talked about some of the stuff on the episode that we did Renee on um, kind of recapping 2019 and a preview of 2020. Yeah. So, um, you know, some of the goals that we had for, for the gym and the business talking about like getting out into the community more and having a larger pre presence in the local community. And it's interesting, like with everything that's happened, we sort of need to like redefine what that looks like. Um, you know, given the fact that it's like physically, we can no longer do a lot of the things that we talked about. So I've been doing a lot of thinking about what, you know, what that looks like, especially if this kind of, you know, lingers on longer than, than we would like it to. So that's, um, that's the most recent book that I've read is, is Traction. Cool. What's next? So next we got uh, TVs and movies. <laughs> What do you got, Renee? All right, so I'm not embarrassed to share this. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> I like it, I like it already. <laughs> I have been so, I, so like we don't watch like a ton of TV, but like we'll save it for like strictly like in the evening or whatever. Um, but I am obsessed with Guy Theory. <laughs> grocery games i am obsessed with it i love it it's so, so entertaining you, you told us this before what is what's the premise of the show i've never seen it okay so do you know who guy fieri is yes he is the guy with the like the bleach blonde spiky hair on the food yeah. network yeah um he also is the host of <laughs> diners drive-ins and dives another ah, that's show where i've seen him yes yeah which I've recently kind of dived into um, as well. Um, but grocery games, he has like you know, either professional chefs or just like random chefs from all over the country that are competing against one another. And he has this like his own grocery store that they have to, they, that's where they collect their ingredients. And he gives them, you know, this is what you have to make. Like, for example, you have to make a, 
bomb burger, like just like the best burger you've ever eaten, but you're not allowed to use like meat or bread or like, there's like all these like rules that he throws out at them. So then they have to like get creative and then they only have like 30 minutes to cook. Oh, so entertaining. And then he'll like, just like throw all the rules out the door and like throw something else at them. I love it. And he's just so funny. And his judges that he has, they're all professional chefs. They're so funny and entertaining. I can't Where, when is this show on? It's just on randomly. It seems to be on all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like every time I turn on the Food Network, it's on. And then I'm like, no, this is so bad because I'm just going to get sucked into this. See, we don't like, have cable. I wonder if we could even watch that, Andrew. Uh, oh, well, we, we have YouTube TV, which I think we get the Food Network. I don't know. But it sounds like it's like Property Brothers. Like every time you turn on HGTV, Property Brothers is on. Yes. Well, they have like the most HGTV shows. I don't know if you knew that. Like different types of shows oh, they're yeah. they're also on my list <laughs> oh yeah because I love them <laughs> they're great yeah they are great but I, I heard them on a podcast recently um and yeah they have the most shows on HGTV like different shows yeah I can see that I can see that um they're Canadian, I love them. by the way I knew that their mom didn't know that she was having twins did you know that no when she podcast. had them yeah Oh. Yeah. That's terrifying. Isn't that wild? <laughs> they were actually an inter uh, entertaining podcast to listen to. Um, I don't remember what that was on, though. Um, but yeah, I love Guy Fieri. <laughs> and I love HGTV. Um, Chris and I are really into The Voice right now, which is on Monday nights. Love that. Um, we love all those, like, music kind of shows and the really trashy show that i like is vanderpump rules is that I, don't even, I don't even know what that is it's one of those bravo reality tv shows um it's like based off of one of the one of the real housewives of uh one of the shows but it just so it follows this um lisa vanderpump she owns these three or I don't know how many restaurants she owns but it follows her staff and they're just trashy and <laughs> these like LA kids that are just living their life and it is thoroughly entertaining Kate Sullivan will appreciate this because she's into it <laughs> I feel like if I was watching that Andrew you'd walk in and be like what what is this turn this off probably turn this sounds, off right now. sounds like something you would watch Chris, Chris likes to call it Vanderdump instead of <laughs> Vanderpump. <laughs> but that's, that's my, my little mindless entertainment. Sometimes you just need it to be mindless though, right? Like yes. Sometimes you don't need it to be educational. Sometimes you just need to like just tune in and tune out. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like just not have to think for a little bit. Yeah. Yes. What's on your yeah. tune out list, Kate? No, I, you go first because there are shows that we watch together and then there are shows that I know I'm not allowed to watch when you're home. <laughs> oh, this is good. <laughs> or I can only watch if you're upstairs. So you well, go first. Well, we, we, um, one of the ones that we recently watched, which it's, we don't watch a lot of TV together because I have a hard time convincing Kate to watch the shows that I want to watch and 
kid has yeah, a hard time because they all me. end in death. Everyone oh, dies. Oh my gosh. He likes to watch movies that are very action-y. Like everyone dies, everyone's getting blown up. And I'm like, this doesn't relax me before going to bed. Like I, can we watch a, a romantic comedy? It's a, it's a bit of an exaggeration, but. You're all amped up. <laughs> I, I, she doesn't, she doesn't want to watch the TV that I like and, and I don't want to watch the TV that she likes. So that's our, that's our conundrum. But we did recently, we watched, um, that the documentary Tiger King on Netflix, which did you watch the whole thing? We did. Yep. Wow. Yep. It's only yep. six episodes. I could only get through an episode and a half and I couldn't bear it anymore. But anyway. it actually got better. It got better. Really? It's just, it's just a, it's just such a crazy story and it just, it's, gets more crazy and more crazy like every episode. And I was just, I was fascinated by it. Like, it's not, it's not good TV. I mean, I, I'll admit that like it, they are, you know, they're pretty trashy people and it's, it's not a great story, but it was just, it was so fascinating because it was just so bizarre. Yeah. I think it's well, proof that real life is crazier than anything you could ever make up. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, if, if you ever tried to make up that story, no one would believe you. And yet, these people are real, and what they what they did was real. I was like, wow, and it's grown up. Yeah, it's everywhere now. Yeah, well, I think I mean I feel like the timing of it was like absolutely perfect, given you know everyone's staying oh. at home and looking for something to yeah, waste time 100%. on. Yeah, one hundred percent. It's it's just such a crazy story, but that was one that we did. We actually watched together and. Um, got through the whole thing so but my other one that i wanted to bring up which i found recently which is this is a um it's actually a youtube channel it's called some good news have you heard of this renee no so i i, I shared it with kate but so it's a it's basically like a mock news program that's hosted by uh john krasinski who is the who's jim from the office mm -hmm. so he hosts this this news program like from his home like from his home office um and the premise is he's like sharing positive and uplifting stories from all around the world. Um, and like, you know, it's not political at all. It's not like, like the news is just so negative these days. And it's like, he's just kind of sharing all these positive stories, which is really, really cool. Um, he oh, did, I love that. Yeah, so his, the second episode he did, he had this, this young girl on who was supposed to go see um, the Broadway show Hamilton, um, but it was canceled just like everything else. Mm -hmm. And so he's got her on this Zoom call and he basically like the entire cast of Hamilton joins the Zoom call and performs one of the songs from the play for her. Oh, um, yeah. So it was really cool. And like, I, I don't know, they, they, you got to, you have to watch this to really appreciate it. But they're like, they're so like, they're all in their different homes, right? Like, so they're all over the world, like calling into the Zoom call. And they're like, you know, pitch perfect, like perfect timing and all this, which I have no idea how they do that. Because like, you know, you know, from running the classes, like it, it's hard to coordinate that stuff. And it's, it's like absolutely perfect. It's really crazy. That's really cool. Yeah. So that, that's a good one. I think it's pretty new. Like, I think he's only done three episodes. I think he tries to do one per week, but they're, um, it's well worth watching if you, if you haven't, uh, haven't seen it, especially if you want to just kind of like get away from all the negativity and everything. It's really yeah. positive and uplifting. So kind of on that note, there's another similar one by Steve Hartman called Kindness 101. And it, 
it might be more appropriate for like kids and stuff too, but I've been watching it. Today's, his lesson was all about optimism, but he kind of chronicles these like different stories around the country um, and just like these unsung heroes or these things that like essentially like are ways in which it should have gone wrong, but it didn't. It went right. Um, and it's just really cool. And it's called Kindness 101 with Steve Hartman. And they're really short, but they're they're just like, um, what is it called? Some good news, kind of yeah. along the same lines. Yeah. I love that. Um, well, so the other, so the one thing Andrew and I do agree to watch on TV are basically documentaries. <laughs> so right now we're watching McMillions which is all about the McDonald's scam. So apparently, God, how many years ago, Andrew, was it like 10? Yeah, it was, well, basically when they were doing the, the, Monopoly, um, the Monopoly contest at McDonald's. Yeah, so maybe wow. 10 years ago and how um, somebody was actually stealing the million dollar pieces and then giving them away and taking like half of the money for themselves. And so um, it's called McMillions. It just came out on Netflix. Um, it's HBO. Oh, shoot, HBO. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so that's been kind of interesting too. Um, but yeah, oh, about the McDonald's Monopoly scam. But my shows that I like to watch without Andrew <laughs> are very similar. Like I love The Voice. Mm -hmm. Andrew will appease me and sit through it. Um, I'll even watch American Idol because sometimes you just run out of stuff to watch. Yeah. And, um, but Andrew says I'm only allowed to have one. Um, so I like oh, the, the, vo voice the voice. I can, the voice I can manage, the American Idol I can't stand. So, yeah. Oh, and we've been watching a lot of Lego Masters with the kids. And if you haven't watched Lego Masters, it's really pretty good. That, that show I actually really do like. And what Mason, that, and Mason what, loves it. What does that mean, Lego Masters? <laughs> it's, it's like a like game show. Like, so oh. it's these adults, and they have, like, every Lego known to man, and then they have to, like, build, like, robots, or they have to build, like, whatever. Oh, that's really like, cool. Whatever. And it's pretty good. Yeah, it's like, it's a, it's a contest show. So they, they um, each week they have a different challenge that they have to do, and then at the end of the show, one team is eliminated. So they're, you know, weaving their way down to the final teams. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So let's see what's uh, next on the list. We have activities. All right. Activities. Been taking a lot of walks <laughs> lately. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, going for a lot of drives just to my like meditation what calms and soothes me is going and being by the water so driving to the beach or every point and just like sitting there with listening to the water that is really just calming to me and you know just helps me turn my brain off and i can just feel relaxed down there so you know trying to do things that are going to like be, just do that for myself with all of the negativity that is going on. Um, I've, I've been taking a lot of naps. <laughs> I've been so tired. Um, this week though, I'm kind of feeling like I'm over that hump. So feeling a little bit more energized. So I'm really hoping that I can kind of 
find a my a better workout routine. I was probably only working out like maybe like two or three times a week um, prior to this week. So hoping that that will I'll be able to feel like good enough to start kicking that up a notch a little bit. Um, and spending a lot of time planning for the baby. Um, this has been like a really great time to do that and like doing just like a lot of research and stuff like that. Um, it's been really nice that Chris is also home. So we've been spending a lot of time together, which has worked out really well. Um, so he's working right next to me, but, um, it's, we haven't like wanted to kill each other or anything like that. It's, it's been, it's been really nice just having the time together. Um, so yeah, that's kind of pretty much what my daily looks like. And I get to see everybody on the Zoom call every day at 10, which is like a nice, like normal activity and like keeping that, you know, the same. So it's been, it's just been good to see faces. So if you're missing Renee, you can log into the Zoom call and even just to say hi. Yes. That's what, that's what Jamie did this morning, right? Jamie did that exact thing this morning. That's awesome. Yeah. I, Annette did that a few weeks ago. She had mm -hmm. called me the day before and said, what's this Zoom thing all about? I was like, well, just pop on and check it out. And then she was on the next day and she just, she was like, I just went for a two mile run. I'm just going to like do the stretching and then I think I'll leave. <laughs> I was like, okay. It's We're there every day, you. right? Yep. Monday through Friday, 10 o'clock. Come see me. Or 4.30 if you want to see us for happy hour. Yeah. Ed Pollard did that. Yes. Yep. Yeah, that's right. But I think like just having that face-to-face -face has just been so nice because otherwise you just don't. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But we're staying busy. How about you guys? Well, so my day, well, with the kids, right, is pretty pretty hectic actually where I'm either teaching the high school or I'm teaching kindergarten or we're recording at the gym. So the activities that I kind of thought I would throw out here were not my daily activities because my day is kind of chaotic. Um, so I thought I'd focus mm -hmm. on like ways that I unwind after my kids go to bed. So after 8.30. Um, so there have been a couple that I've liked. Um, we had drinks with Rob and Brittany the other night via zoom. And that was really cool. Um, and we just kind of like, they had a drink, we had a drink, we sat on our couch, they sat on their couch and we just kind of shot, talked, talked a bit. Um, I've done this with my high school kids as well. And I want to do it. With, I mentioned it to Amy and I think I mentioned it to you, Renee. Um, they have an online categories so you can like yes. online game night with friends. Um, I just got to convince you to stay awake past eight o'clock. Yeah, that's so that we can actually play. Eight, se seven would be better. <laughs> you have to stay up longer than my kids. <laughs> I think I'm over the hump. I think I'm over the hump. All this right, might maybe, be a good week. <laughs> maybe this, maybe this weekend. Well, and the beauty is, who, Wednesday, Saturday, does it really matter? Maybe yeah. it doesn't even matter. Um, so the Zooms kind of come in handy with socializing with people like at night and stuff too. Um, I, I think I mentioned this to you the other day, Renee, I follow this woman, Laura Godfrey on Instagram. And it's actually because of you that I think I follow her because um, 
you were telling me how a lot of like the clothes that you purchase come from like things that influencers or bloggers like post about. And I was like, oh, well, mm-hmm. I want to check that out. And, but I didn't know who anybody was and I didn't know who to check. And so randomly I, I found Laura and I love her. Like I love her style. I love how she shows her clothes. And again, it's like one of those mindless activities. And I found that I love her so much that I actually refuse to watch her stories during the day. And I save them until 8.30 at night where I can binge watch all of her stories where she's literally just trying on clothes from like Target or Walmart or Old Navy. And I just, yeah, sit on the couch and relax. And Andrew's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, nothing. Cause I don't want to tell him what I'm actually doing. Um, that's what I'm doing. And I, I love and I, that. I just, you know, it's just relaxing. It's nothing educational. It's nothing. It's just, just mindless. And then the third thing, and I looked into this a little bit. So yours is going to the beach. I really love to-do lists. And as I was thinking about this this morning, I was like, I am so not alone with this to-do list thing. Um, But at night, I find it really useful because I'm not a big journaler either. Um, Mm -hmm. But I find that if I go to bed, I will sometimes have those cyclical thoughts, those like same seven thoughts where I'm just like, don't forget to do this. Don't forget to do that. Because during the day, I feel like I'm being pulled in like a million different directions. And so I like to make lists at night for what I need to accomplish the next day or that week so that I can kind of let go of that anxiety and not worry about forgetting something. And so I was kind of doing some research this morning as to why people love to do lists so much and like, how is that kind of like even its own mindset piece? And I found that what was really cool was um, there are basically three main reasons that people love doing to-do lists. Um, And the first was that it brings, it it physiologically brings down people's anxiety about the chaos of life um, because you can basically absorb that information in bite-sized pieces rather than having to remember these big giant tasks. Um, Two, it gives us a structure or a plan um, and just having a plan frees us from anxiety of like forgetting or not doing or getting distracted, which they said is the big thing. We tend to get distracted. Um, And then three, and this is the best part when you cross it off your list, um, they're proof of what we've achieved that day, that week or that month. Um, And so it's just kind of like this system of accountability for yourself. Um, and so what they recommended, which I can totally see as true is just make your tasks ridiculously easy to achieve. So kind of like our nutrition, rather than saying, I want to lose a hundred pounds, like saying, I'm going to exercise three times this week, or Mm -hmm. I'm going to get dressed to exercise today. Like make your goals really ridiculously easy to achieve, put them down on your list. And then at the end of the day, that satisfaction of like crossing them off. And then you make the list for the next day and, you know, you don't have to worry about forgetting something or not doing something because you can let it go because it's there. And I thought that was really cool. So Andrew. Helpful for a lot of people. Yeah. I think for the people who are not necessarily into traditional mindset, yoga, meditation, mm-hmm. things like that, sometimes it's your journaling, sometimes just making yourself yeah. a list, getting yeah. it out of your head putting it somewhere else. What about you, Andrew? What have you been doing? Well, so for me, definitely what de-stresses me and keeps me sane is staying active and working out. So, I mean, that's like, it's obviously super, super important 
for me and something that I've been trying to stay really consistent with um, and making sure that I'm doing something, you know, pretty much every single day, um, whether it's a workout or, you know, playing, playing hockey with Mason or, or whatever it might be, just, just being active as much as possible. So um, I'm trying to stick to that routine. And for the most part, it's, it's um, what, what I struggle with the most is when I get out of routine. So I'm trying to stay within a routine as much as possible for them. So for the most part, my workouts are um, in the afternoon, like after we're done with everything. So we'll come, you know, we'll come into the gym, put in a, a full day's work. And then at four 30, I'll, I'll work out, um, you know, usually with the, with the zoom class. So just keep trying to keep that some, some semblance of routine and, and staying active is, is what, what keeps me sane. Cool. So, um, all right. So the last category we had was nutrition. So thought we could, uh, just chat about what's working well and what's, what's not what we're struggling with. And, and, uh, especially given, given everything that's going on. So what about you, Renee? Well, I found, yeah. So this was really hard for me at first because I, with like early on in my pregnancy, I was struggling to eat anything that I would normally eat. Um, and when I say normal, it's, you know, I, I really try to eat like three balanced meals a day, protein, carbs, fat, lots and lots of veggies. Um, and that kind of all went out the window. Um, and so it was a lot of more heavy on the carbs. It was like the only thing I could really stomach. Um, and going into the beginning of this, um, whole pandemic, I was still kind of feeling that way. And, you know, I was a little bit less active, a lot less active because of how much, how tired I was. Um, so it was really, it was really hard, like mentally, um, to deal with that. But again, I'm over that hump, I feel like, and I'm now finally, kind of back into a place where, you know, I am eating exactly how I was eating before, where, you know, trying to keep consistent with eating three balanced meals a day, making sure I'm getting plenty of veggies in, um, because I know I feel my best when I eat that way. Um, so really, I trying not to kind of um, veer from that. Um, I'm not really a stress eater. So that's good. Um, I don't find it myself like snacking a lot or anything like that. Um, and I feel like I've finally kind of in a good place where, you know, whoa, sorry about that. <laughs> Hi, Chloe. Um, <laughs> um, I am more consistent. And, you know, I, I find that, you know, being home more, like we're able, we're cooking a lot more. Um, so the variety is there, like we're not getting tired of food, which, you know, can happen sometimes. Um, but meal prepping a few things here and there, but for the most part, we're able to stay right on track with how we want to eat in like during a regular basis. So, which is really important. Nice. How about you, Kate? Um, I would definitely agree with that. Definitely cooking a lot more from home. We weren't ever people who really went out to eat, but we took advantage of the Ivies at the gym. And so not having had that, it basically means like we're cooking 
for three meals a day for four people. Mm -hmm. So it's meant like a lot more groceries and just a lot more cooking and food prep. Um, And one of the things that I've I noticed was that I need to make my lunches the night before, just as if I was going to work. Cause I got in this habit of, well, I'm going to be home. I don't need to, you know, figure out what I'm going to have for lunch tomorrow. And then I found I was either skipping lunch or I was just grabbing a protein bar or I was just kind of like snacking because I didn't really have the time to actually put something together, heat it up, sit down and eat it. So one of the things that I've done recently, which seems to be helping a lot is just making my lunch for the next day, just as if I would going to work. And that's helped a lot. And then kind of like we had encouraged people to do on the nutrition challenge, um, eating like not in front of a screen, not in front of your phone and sitting at a table. And so one of the things that we've been doing um, like the past week is when we sit down as a family to eat dinner, we put on um, music and I really, really liked it. I find that we put on Ed Sheeran Pandora and it's like slow, but kind of happy. And I just find that I eat a lot slower. I kind of like sit and chew and enjoy my food. And so, you know, with kids that are five and three, dinner can be kind of like chaotic and anything but relaxing, but they've kind of gotten into the music too. And so it's just a much more enjoyable, like 20, 30 minutes. Um, and so that's kind of really helped a lot. I, I liked doing that recently. So that's been cool. I totally agree with that. Chris and I have been making more of an effort as well to especially do that with dinner. Um, And it's just so nice like to have some music playing and just to kind of like wind down from the day. And, you know, like you said, you're eating a lot slower. The meal's a lot more enjoyable. I've really liked that. Yeah, absolutely. Andrew, you want to talk about your nutrition? So I think for me, I think for the most part, everything is pretty much status quo. Um, I find that similar to what I talked about with trying to stay in the routine for working out and staying active. It's the same thing with, with my nutrition is like when I'm out of routine, it throws off my nutrition the most. So I'm trying to, trying to stick to a routine as much as I can. So I find I'll either, like if I'm not in a regular routine, I'll either, I either won't eat like you were talking about, like kind of skipping you know lunch or or like missing meals or if i'm if i'm at home and there's like stuff available i'll just eat out of boredom um so trying to stay in the same routine of like i still always get up in the morning have my breakfast like packing my lunch to bring here so we have something for lunch um and then you know like you said we've been doing a lot more cooking at home so having that regular family dinner time has been really important the, the one thing that I have been struggling a little bit with is um, not drinking enough water. So again, it's like being out of the routine. I just, I'm not in the same uh, routine as like filling up, you know, my water jug or whatever, like I would at work. Um, and like having like, like a big, you know, a big thing of water with lunch at work. Um, so I've been struggling with getting enough water. But um, other than that, for the most part, everything's been, been pretty much, pretty much normal. So trying to be better about drinking more water. Nice. I've also been baking, <laughs> but Andrew put the kibosh on that. <laughs> You've been making all, the, all these desserts. Well, I didn't make all these desserts. Callum had a birthday. And then I was like, oh, it's Easter. I'll make carrot cake. And Andrew was like, no, no, you will not make carrot cake. You're turning into your mother. 
Well, dessert so, for like, every occasion. Well, you're home, right? And so cooking and baking, the problem is with baking, you can't make three or four cupcakes. You just cannot do it. So I'm, I'm going to get creative with my healthier options of baking. So nice. I should give you, uh, I just recently got this cookbook. I can't remember what it's called now. The Good Eats, something mm. like that. Um, but I found it on Instagram, some girl that I follow, but like all of her, it's like a lot of like baked goods. Um, nice. But they're like healthier options. I'll, I'll figure out what that's actually called and I'll let you know. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> if, they're, if they're healthier, that's okay. <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully this was helpful for people. Yeah, definitely. You know, giving was... some of our ideas out there, spreading, spreading them with everyone else. This was fun well, to, I know to I'm gonna watch some stuff. I know I'm gonna watch guys grocery games. <laughs> so so entertaining. <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to check that one out for sure. Check it out. Check it out. Yeah. Awesome. Well, let's um let's wrap it up here and and uh, hopefully we'll be talking to everyone very soon. Hopefully face to face. Yeah. Yes, that would be much better. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. We will see you back in a few weeks for another episode of the CrossFit Ingus podcast. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.